Welcome back, people. It is episode six of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are back as if we never left. This week, Colin Coward's an idiot. We have live sports to talk about. The Italians somehow bring in a German driver, which makes no sense. And last but not least, the Super Bowl. It's the Taxi Squad podcast. Come on, everybody, celebrate. The Taxi Squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. We'll probably be wrong and it might be rough. So welcome back. It's the Taxi Squad. Yeah. Vinny, how the fuck are you? I'm good, man. I'm good, dude. Super Bowl week is upon us. I've been watching all the fun things. It feels like I haven't watched real football in a long time. Um, But it's good to see you, man. You're down in the southern area of America these days. Would you consider yourself a Florida man? You know, I guess the Midwest in the boy definitely comes out when you're here. You're like, I could totally live here. But then again, and it's like, I don't like hurricanes and it gets like awkwardly cold here. And it's yeah. that damp cold. Like it's, there's, it's very Chicago-esque how fucking cold it is here sometimes. And it cuts right through you. So, you know, I'm not upset I'm here, but the the travel from the Southwest to the Southeast is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. I don't recommend it for anybody. And I was spoiled living in the Midwest because you can get anywhere direct. Uh, you can't do that. You can't do that here. So I've seen a lot of airports this week, and I'll see more tomorrow. So it's going to be great. How are you? Can't, I'm good. Can't tell you I'm jealous. I am excited for the Florida Man podcast yeah. from Florida Hotel Room. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm in a fucking Hilton Garden Inn, for the record. Their Wi-Fi sucks in this place, so yeah. bear with us. But, yeah, you know, we're doing it, you know, doing corporate mic stuff. I, I got to play the game, so I play the game, and I do it well. Hey, I I won. Yeah. Woo! A crystal dildo. Woo! Not actually a dildo, but might as but well a be. a crystal dildo. Can you imagine getting an award from your work and it's just a dildo? <laughs> That's how you know you're good at what you do. It's Dude. not about how much money you make. It's about the dildos you receive. Year Along after the way. year that are made of crystal. <laughs> Hopefully okay. we can win a crystal so, dildo. Imagine that thing breaking. Like in inside? Yeah, Ooh. while you're using it. Whoa! You ever, you ever see back in the day when all those like two girls, one cup, and like two kids in a sandbox oh, thing? You ever see the one guy, one jar? Very... No, but we grew up in a very traumatic time period <laughs> of very graphic pornography. Beginning of the so internet, dude. One so guy, we, one jar. I mean, this this man sat on a jar, and it broke inside of him. And then he died from uh, internal bleeding. So don't do that on that thing. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my PSA. I hope you guys were looking to get that info wow. right off the bat on this podcast. I think we might get banned from what every a, source. <laughs> what, what a way to start a podcast. Yeah. Jars breaking inside of people. Women yep. shitting in cups and then eating it. I mean, I yep. tell you. 
You know, a lot of people choose to shit in cups. I never decided to shit in a cup. If I would have shit in a cup, it would have been a great cup. Would have been the <laughs> best been cup there ever was. <laughs> would have been a great shit. I would have thought, wow, what a great shit in that cup. <laughs> wow, here's a lovely lady. Would you like to eat my shit out of oh. a cup? <laughs> Run it, boys. That's a thing. Run it. Run it, well, eat my shit. Speaking I mean, of one shit to another, Mike. Yeah. Callan Cowherd oh. is the worst. He is, I'd like to say this, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but he is the Taxi Squad least favorite, like, mainstream sports analyst or reporter or whatever the hell he, you want um, to call him. He's 100% a Taxi Squad villain. He know? is. So, I mean, yeah. we, should, we should list some villains on a pod. Colin Coward's one of them. Um, you could also bring in, um, you know, Zach Levine, total villain. Ah, um, I'm 50-50 on that. Matt Nagy. He's, well, Matt Nagy is 1,000% a villain. Ben Simmons. There's some Jerry Taxi Reinsdorf. Squad Jerry, Jerry fucking Reinsdorf. He's the king villain. He's Palpatine. He's going to be 185 under that stupid little hood. He's the villain. Colin Cowards is little. Something. He's. So, Something, something, White Sox. <laughs> something, Dude. something, Nashville Move Ballpark. You know? Something, something, 78th Street Ballpark. Do it. Lot 78. Something, Street. something, Michael Jordan statue. <laughs> something, something. Something. Boo a widow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boo the widow. Fuck the widow. Dude, I, I think of like Austin Powers and then I for, always forget who's the freaking villain mm -hmm. in Austin Powers. Well, there's a couple. Uh, yeah, but Evil. like the bald, the bald man that's also played by him. Yeah. Dr. Evil. Evil. And then Colin Coward is the mini me. Reinsdorf is Dr. Whoa. Evil. Reinsdorf is Dr. Evil. The mini me is number two and that's Colin Coward. Mm-hmm. Right, Joy Taylor could never fit on that list because Joy Taylor, well, Joy Taylor's Joy Taylor, but she is a Taxi Squad. Queen. We stand her. I was gonna say stand, but I, we stand her. What is exactly a stand? What is this Gen Z millennial language you speak of? That That's a fan, man. With? It's a fan. A stand. A stand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. No, I'm. If that's the case, then I am a. Joy Taylor, super stand. Just saying. Good to know. I'm happy we cleared that up. <laughs> well, she was on the herd. Anyways, <laughs> True. the best part of the herd was Joy Taylor. Yes. And Colin Coward just says things because he can. Shock so, value. Yeah, he's a shock value guy. I'm hearing. I see. Reports are saying. And he says it so matter of fact without any basis of knowledge. Yep. To a guy at a friend's party over the said very knowledgeable source. I mean, Vince, no offense, that could be my fucking mom. Yeah. I mean, she knows a lot. Free, I love you, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like a reliable source could be my mother. She knows a lot about not a lot, but I'm just saying. 
I love the woman, but she could just be like, oh, fuck him. He's not going to the Bears. And he'd be right. like, well, the taxi squad has a source that Caleb Williams isn't going to the Bears. The important part about all of this, and I agree with you, it's like everybody's got a source. We've, we've said plenty of shit on the show that we're like, well, we heard it. And then, like, you know, two days later it gets <laughs> defunct. And then we're like, hey, we fucked that up. Like, we've done that a couple times. The biggest issue with this is that, and for people that don't know too, Colin Coward essentially said Caleb Williams and his camp don't want to go to the Bears. That's what they said. He said that he got a call from his camp and they and they said, hey, fuck you. We didn't say that. So essentially he was reporting it as if it was fact and it actually never happened at all. Nonetheless, like that messes up leverage if that's at all like real, which it's not. He said he caught a call from the camp and they said, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago because they're not. And then he goes on Waddle and Sylvie. And you had the beautiful opportunity to listen to that, sir. I listened to the entire um, interview and Colin Coward was just completely reeling himself in in his comments and he went on chicago radio and then went on his own show it's all over the internet i love chicago if i could live in chicago i would you know the january to february is great but i love chicago it's like dude all right fuck fuck off leave fuck you i haven't seen you talk about chicago in a decade and the only time you do is to criticize our quarterback play which is fine it can be it can be criticized it's always been pretty bad since jay cutler I wait scroll moment today. scroll moment yeah they can trade picks in the mlb now so if he said that one year later from when he was completely incorrect on what they should have done when he was like you should trade all the picks for him which wasn't legal they can do that now so maybe he was just looking too far in the future when he said that other dumb shit that he said either that or Rob Manfred was like, oh, yeah, you should totally be able to trade picks now. Yeah, Colin Coward's his brain source. All right, regardless, go on. <laughs> well, I, I heard the interview, and he backtracked all of his comments. That's not what I said. You know, his father is just very fatherly, and, and you know, he doesn't want his son going to a bad situation. He's always been that way, and blah, 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 blah. Such and it's fucking like, garbage. Dude, you... You're just taking this and going off of it. And Sylvie even, which I do love the Waddle and Sylvie show, longtime fan of ESPN 1000 Sports. I'm more of a Carmen and Yurko guy because they're hysterical. Um, I will plug them any day, anytime. They're half the reason why I choose to do this week in, week out. So with that being said, um, they discussed it. And I give Sylvie credit. He was like, why would you say something if you didn't know exactly it was true, why would you go on national airwaves and bring this topic up as if it's facts? And then clearly now you're backtracking. He was just like, well, it was alleged statements that I had heard. And I, I had a very reliable source at a friend's party. It's like, dude, we've all been fucked up at a friend's party talking shit. That doesn't make it real. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't we care had a, if he's an actually- agent. You could have reported that Max Crosby was in a trade with the Raiders for the number one overall pick because I'm pretty sure we were wasted one time, and I'm like, you know, it would be cool <laughs> if the Bows no. shot the first overall to Max Crosby. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny Globs had a hard-on 
for this trade for like 10 weeks now. Not anymore. And it's Caleb Williams got... season. Not anymore. Well, it totally is Caleb Williams season. I mean, when Adam Schefter now comes out following these yeah. ridiculous uh, statements saying, <laughs> Dunk. saying like <laughs> they're going to take him. And it, unless something happens insane overnight or they get an offer they can't refuse, they are taking Caleb Williams. It makes a lot of sense. To add insult to injury, I watched the Lincoln Riley interview on the Pat McAfee show. So I brought this whole thing in, right? Yeah. Basically, Lincoln Riley gave a wonderful statement about his quarterback that he's rep now for a long time. And what he said simply was, he works really hard. He's quiet. He doesn't make statements. So whatever you're hearing is smoke screens. He said these are organizations who want him, who are trying to create false narratives around his name that now give them potential leverage to move up to that pick. Yeah, that could be absolutely true. I believe that. No, it's 100% true. Because listen, statements don't get released in this circle unless they're meant to. Right. And if you look at Colin Coward, he's in fact a minion to any GM who will allow him into the war room at any a mini, draft. mini me. If so you he is no to your yeah. initial point because the chargers had him in, in their draft room when they took Justin Herbert and he went on like a whole fucking rant. I've been watching the man for years. Some of the stuff is fine. Other things are just like, God, I can't watch this fucking guy anymore. And let's face it. I wasn't necessarily watching for Colin. I was watching <laughs> Boyd Taylor and a lovely lady by the name of Kristen Leahy who disappeared Reel it off in. Get it together. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know, Taxi Squad Podcast loves the ladies. True. But True. 100%. With that, with that, I look at Colin and I just go, you're a click guy now. Yeah. You have proven Always. nothing more than the fact that you're a click guy. He's bait. And when his coach of five years has come out and said, that's not true. These are organizations releasing statements and people with social platforms come out and talk to, to get buzz moving and speculation going. Yeah, of course you're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. It's Colin Coward. Again, he's quite literally the villain of this podcast. Um, I And he said, too, he's not going to Elway himself or pull an Eli Manning, which he won't because he can't. But with the Adam Schefter thing that came out, this now puts the Bears in a great position for leverage because everybody believes they're going to take him, and that top dollar to get that. He, there's already reports. It's like the conversation starts with two first-rounders. That's the conversation starts with him. After that, it could exponentially rise if someone were to trade. Like, I'm not 100% against keeping Fields still. If we get an insane deal, like, yeah, that would be great. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, Washington wants to move up one. They gave us two. Two picks plus, like, Terry McLaurin for the number one overall pick. I probably think about taking that. But outside of that, like, Fields still might go for like they're saying Fields is a second round pick, maybe a first in a really late part of the draft. That's what you're getting for him as far as his qualities concerned. Well, so to that point, 
if you look at this, I believe that Caleb Williams, you need to bet the bank on. Mm-hmm. And agreed. If you really look at his tenure in college, he's played well against great teams, and then he's played like shit against better. Yeah. Um, he he has had some games where you scratch your head. Everybody's allowed a few. I mean, let's face it. Andrew Luck was arguably the greatest college quarterback prospect of the past decade. Mm-hmm. And the next one you could compare it to is Trevor Lawrence. And he's not, he has not come to the expectation that has been expected of him. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, there's a chance we can see, but yeah, I think think you are what you are. Yeah. You are what you are now. And Justin Justin Fields. Fields? That's the thing. It's like, if he is, then Justin Fields is the books out on him too. Then. I think the book's out on Justin because here, here's my issue with Justin. He holds onto the ball way too long. We've talked mm-hmm. about this for months. Which he Caleb also, has a thing. Caleb does that every now and then. Caleb plays hero ball because he had to because he was afraid he was going to get off the field and not have a chance to get back on considering his defense, defense sucks. Yeah. So in a way, he felt it, but – if he knew he had a defense to rely on, he'd take that sack. He'd throw that football away. He yeah. would do things in my eyes that would benefit him. Now, a lot of the times the guy makes magic. Like the arm talent is truly out of bounds. Undeniable. Undeniable. So he is a far better talented thrower of the football than a Justin Fields. Not saying Justin Fields isn't good, but I just think your ceiling with Justin Fields is that of Lamar Jackson, and that's proven that, that of he cannot kind do of a Lamar Super Bowl. Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's better than he is at this yeah. stage of the game. Could somebody get their hands around him and turn him into that? Maybe. Aren't they but like the same that's age? Your... <laughs> no, Justin's a couple years younger than him. I just know Lamar Jackson but... came out at a really, really early age well google it yeah three years we're gonna find out right now bear with three us. three years 24 and 27 three years mike did Dude. you see drake do you see drake's penis wait what did you did you see any of this that was another squirrel moment you see drake's penis oh yeah <laughs> strange and unusual drake's yeah. dick yeah drake's penis was on the internet he just this pulled week. it out it was weird. Pulled it out. Just pulled out his bedanger. Abs- I mean, absolute hog. Good for the guy, you know? But, like... I mean, hey, yeah, he's got he's got a pipe, you know? I just woke up ready to go to work, and I look at my, my Twitter, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Jump scare, Drake's whole penis. Well, it looked, it, looked, it, looked, it looked as if he was, like, being videoed. Well, right, like, he set it up, and then it was like you could see his, his, his gooch. And then he was like, ah, I'm getting there. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, again, I usually wake up. Well, wasn't, I like, this, wasn't this some woman that was, like, allegedly with him? And she then decided she was going to out him? 
but like this doesn't hurt. What is that out in him? Yeah, it's like, hey guys, look like, at Drake's yeah, massive piece. Look at the huge piece on him. I got him out. It's like, no, now everybody knows that. Oh, like he's got, he's gonna get on a rap song. He's be like, my dick fell on the internet. Little did you know, it falls into the wet, wet. Uh. <laughs> he can literally, he can get uh. on a knee. He can get on a knee and act like a tripod. It's an absolute fucking mess. I can't believe he's just so. You know, it's like some days, like why, why, you know, God, I know you've blessed me with a lot, but that's just one thing that I'm just like, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that guy's got it all. So good for Drake. That was another squirrel moment. I'm on one today, but. Well, I mean, no, it's strange and unusual. We're on the topic. We're talking about Colin Coward. Vince brings up Drake's dick. You right. know, I mean, so. Hey, Drake's Drake's got a hog. Now the confidence makes a bunch of sense. That's why we're so confident because we both have absolute knee scratchers on these on these guys. So, oh, completely. That's what it is. Completely. Now, Com completely. I think. Watch I out think for that's that the taxi squad only fans. You trying to see my toes, motherfucker? Um, I think that <laughs> is about it on the Caleb Williams thing. We have a lot of this conversation to come before April actually comes up. Any closing statements on Caleb Williams, Mike? He is the Bears quarterback of the future. Yep. He is going to ultimately take this team from one level to the next. I we're going to take the North and we're never giving it back. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I hope he's the piece that makes it because the only thing I will finish on is this. Ryan Poles wants his quarterback to hang his hat on. Yep. And he's he's got it proven that it's not him, and he's going to go, okay, I'm going to go get my guy. Yep. And they're supposedly looking for offensive linemen. Good. They're in the defensive end market, which could bring us some good stuff. Well, to your point, if Justin Fields can net you a first-round pick, which Adam Schefter said is possible. Second for sure, first maybe. First maybe, second for sure. Fine. Let's say you trade with the Steelers because you love to trade with the Steelers. Get them out of the division. Get them out of it all. Just We'll see you have once every five years. Fine. Yep. You get them out. They give you their first-round pick, which is right at 20. Yeah. So now you have three first-round picks. Not too bad. I mean, you could leverage that whole thing if you do that right. I hope they do Pretty it. Sick. I hope they we'll do see. it. That's the, okay. the, 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 the lights are going to get brighter as we get closer to April. Yep. Month of March is coming soon. This is the fastest month of the year because there's only 29 days. And football ain't over. When football ends, that's when that conversation starts. Now... We'll get to it. Let's talk about other sports. We're talking about other sports, and I wanted to give a quick caveat. If you listen to this show a lot, we usually go sport by sport by sport by sport, which is what we usually do. But it's goddamn Super Bowl weekend. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in Las Vegas right now with the Super Bowl. So that's going to be the majority of the show, yes. But there are a few things to look at beforehand. First of which, Mike, amongst other things, Nick Saban joins ESPN College Game Day as an analyst. I'm so surprised. No way. <laughs> I think. No I, way. I think You've been on the Pat McAfee show for the past how long? 
Yeah. Talking shit, doing your thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're. Yeah. Okay. Follow up. If Saban goes to ESPN, mm-hmm. is Belichick going to Fox? You get Tom Brady. You get Rob Gronkowski. You get Julian Edelman. Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski. And Bill Belichick. Bill. Bill, Bill, I don't think, would be a great TV personality. I think, okay. NFL 100. I think we might have talked about this before. NFL 100. He was was a guest host. And I know, but he wasn't in coach talk. He was in football guy talk. And he was good. I mean, he was oh, with Rich Eisen. Like, he, he's not going to be a like host. He's going to be an analyst, or he's going to be like one of the side guys. Like He will essentially do the same job as a Terry Bradshaw. But instead of saying random lewd shit, he would actually break down the game a little bit, which could be good. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Um, What is he going to do? Go teach lacrosse? No, he's going to take a year off. Go coach lacrosse. Bang oars. Oh, yeah, good point. Didn't think about that. He could do that. He could live in Florida or live whatever he wants. He could bang oars. Um, (laughs) He could do a lot, you know? The way you (laughs) say that. The way you say it. You know what I love doing? Banging oars. Banging oars. Um, he can he could sign up for a golf league. He could do bingo. He, he could hang out. He could hang out he with some people. He could bang whores. <laughs> he could do he could he could do some things that he's wanted because he did break up with his girlfriend of many years years yep. ago. Like, could you imagine? Is he that too old to like, have a girlfriend? Can you call it girlfriend if you're that old? Robert De Niro's having kids at ninety. I know, but like, so. is that his girlfriend? Can, can we just stop and, like, pause and think about Bill Belichick talking dirty? How fucking... F- <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, listen, so we got, we got our two... We got our hot route on the outside, so I'm going to start over there at the top hole. And then once you jam it on in the middle... We're, we're, on, we're on to the butthole. <laughs> so imagine the left leg is like the right, the left guard, and then the, the right leg is like the right guard. Oh, yeah. You're going to run it right through the see, middle. And, see this. Touchdown. Hey, we run the ball here. We're all about fundamentals. He's not doing anything crazy. He's just getting the ball past the line, man. <laughs> it is what it is. It doesn't matter what tools you have as long yeah, as you coach him up right. Yeah, well, you know, just, uh, you know, no, it would be even better to get like a post sex interview with Bill Belichick. <laughs> It'd just be like, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be better next time it's like you can't blow your load in the first half <laughs> there's a whole other half <laughs> it's true some people are saying it is it's very true but it's it would be great i'll put my thumb up there would be a, a play <laughs> yeah got some got some dirt on my thumb so <laughs> got some dirt that is all right we're just we're just gonna go back to the drawing board on this one and uh, come back better. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. 
<laughs> moving uh, on. Uh, so moving many on. these days, man. I tell you. I moving tell you. We, we get some good ones moving. We get some good ones. <laughs> the 2026 World Cup is going to take place. The final is going to take place at New Jersey's MetLife Stadium. The initial outcry from this is MetLife Stadium has taken more ankles than Kyrie Irving. Supposedly, they're requesting that they put grass in MetLife Stadium, which they will do. First off, this is insane that they're having a worldwide soccer tournament in New Jersey. And second off, why is this the reason they're putting grass in there after they know it's just taking the lives of football players for years at this point? Because of the fucking British, bruv. Yeah. You know, in the past, in the past, when the British came in this part of town, we ran them out of town. True. This thing called the Tea Party. Muskets. Now we're aiding to the Tea Party. Yeah. Muskets. Well, Tea Party didn't tea happen in New tea. Jersey, though. No, it happened in Boston. It's the Northeast. It's close enough. Fuck off. <laughs> <Okay>. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. No, we're doing it for the Brits. And, you know, it's fascinating. Just like how in the city of San Francisco, they got rid of the homeless. They cleaned up the streets overnight when Xi Jinping was coming into town. And that's not an iPhone app. That's the fucking president of China. And <laughs> it is. I know, it's just, you were, you had that shit locked and loaded like a pistol. You're like, that's not an iPhone app. <laughs> it's true. It's not an iPhone app. He's okay. the president of China. Yeah. And um, came into town. It was clean. After he left town, the drugs and the homeless all back on the street. So it's the same principle. Okay. You know, if they really want to do something, hey. Many NFL players have torn their ACL, broken ankles, all the good shit at this field in particular. You should probably pay attention to the surface on the field. It, they're fine. All right. World Cup. Put grass on that fucking field. Yeah. Why? The <laughs> Brazil's <British are> playing <laughs> there. <laughs> that, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I know. Why, why protect Americans when you can protect other people? Because it's not like America is going to be playing in this game. I want to make that abundantly clear. The U.S. will not no. be playing in the World Cup final no. in New Jersey. There's no – unless Christian Pulisic is able to clone himself fucking ten times, no way they're playing in this game. So I don't even, I don't even know who that is. That could very well be – You don't know who Christian Pulisic – you don't know who Christian Pulisic is? Pulisic, whatever. He's the best Vince. American soccer Vince. player maybe ever. The closest thing I've gotten to watching soccer over the past decade has been the rugby fucking documentary <laughs> on Netflix called Six Nations. And it's all these fucking Scots and fucking Irish. And the only thing they do is speak in hieroglyphics. And I need to put on the fucking closed in captions. Gaelic? They're, they're speaking they're, English, but they're, they have a they're, they're not they're speaking broke. English. Yeah. Oh, the brogue is heavy. I think I'd be oh, yeah. able to figure it out because of my grandpa. I think I'd be able to figure it out. Well, I mean, honestly, if you haven't got a chance to watch it, you should. It's kind of yeah. electric. It's the same producers that did Drive to Survive for F1. So it's that model, and it's really well done, and it's well produced, and it's interesting. So I got the opportunity to watch it because I was home alone over last weekend, and I had a good time. And, and I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. And it just got to a point where I was like, rugby is pretty aggressive and I dig it. 
But then it's again, I also more dangerous than the NFL, supposedly. Supposedly, but truly, Vince and I could totally play professional rugby. Like we no. could, like literally, uh-uh. it's believable. Nope. Yeah, we could totally do it. No shot. We'd both get injured in the second play. Do you have hair on your plums? I can make it through a half. Starting? What position would totally. you play? I have no idea the position. Okay, so yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> Whatever we'd have to guys play. We'd have I to train for a really long time to play professional rugby. You don't even know the positions. <laughs> it's close to football. Just give me the ball in my hand. Oh, shut the dog. fuck up. This is like the this is like the hitting a baseball from a professional pitcher thing all over again. Totally do it. No, you can't. No, you can't, dude. Give me 10 at-bats. I'll make contact once. No shot. No shot. Total shot. Total shot. Speaking of baseball. You can guess once. Yeah, what about baseball? Vlad Jr. wins $19.9 million in arbitration with the Blue Jays. Wow. I feel like arbitration is becoming the most lucrative option for players at this point. I just want to go on arbitration because I can. I'm with you. I would like to. Granted, we're not Vlad Jr., and it does depend on what you've been doing the last couple of years before you get that amount of money. Uh, yeah. I. This is obviously a flawed system. Arbitration's freaking stupid. Having like to play a specific amount of MLB games to be like being pushed back and forth from AAA, fucking stupid. They should figure this out. But the fact that you can make 20 mil now on arbitration is good. And contracts in the MLB are stupid. I think it's like the it's the most convoluted, dumbass way to, to do payment I've ever seen. Well, there's no cap and um No cap? That facts. That can mean that can mean two things. What's up, bruh? But anyways, <laughs> there is truly no cap and um they can just give money away, basically. But, I mean, he's coming back to the Blue Jays. There's no doubt about it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Vince and I That's won our, money. Vince and I won money on Vladdy Jr. Hit yeah. the fucking dinger out of and Fenway. Wit. And Young Wit. Good old Wit. Shout out to Young Wit, former KC Royal star. 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 So good for twinkle, Vlad Jr. Twinkle, baby, twinkle, twinkle. Now next year, that's a whole different conversation because he's free and open to the market, and we'll see who pays him. Finally, I sent Ooh, you this Vlad? stat. Vlad? Yeah, yep. You get one oh, year yeah. of arb, so he's back. He at could, it. he could, he could, uh, he could totally play for the Red Sox. I could see that being. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Anaheim, baby, go back to your home. Go back to where your dad played. <laughs> All right. I would much rather play in Boston. Especially if I'm him because he rakes in Boston, yeah. short porch and left field, just uh-huh. hit fucking bombs. Bombs. Right field. Every night. Just... Boston has the left highest field. left field of all time. But, dude, it's like 315 feet to left field. You it's also 315 field. feet high. Hey, he could do it. He could do it. I'm sorry. You hit a baseball that hard, it's going so, It's going somewhere. You know? I think you're right. Just saying. We'll see. All right, I sent you this stat earlier because I thought it was fucking insane. Scotty Scheffler has been number one in golf for a very long time. He's been it for exactly 73 weeks straight, which is insane, right? All he needs to do to hold number one 
is hold it until October 21st, 2035 to catch Tiger Woods' record. So I'm telling you, 73 weeks straight, so well over a year now, he needs to hold that for another 11 years straight to beat Tiger Woods' record. To put things into perspective, and this is the thing too, it's like, we were young at the time when Tiger Woods was really killing it, but we knew he was amazing, obviously. Right. This, we're looking at 13 years of number one golf consistently for him to be to beat Tiger Woods' record. That's an obscene amount of time. It is. It really is a lot of time. Like, I dude, 13 years ago, what was I? 15? <laughs> I was going into high school 13 years ago. That's how long you could go through college and be a, it's insane. I was, uh, 2011. I was, uh, just 19. Yeah. Thanks, Vince. 13? Are you 19. Are you 32? Yeah, I'm 32. Ah. It'll be 33 in, uh, you know, fucking August. Oh. That's a handsome old man. I'm 28 and I'm feeling it, baby. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah, no, I mean, hey, Scotty Scheffler, absolute dog in the golf game. By the way, it's the Waste Management Open over the weekend. Um, yep. I am upset I can't go. I got offered to go today by a client and he was like, hey, I got tickets. You want to go? I'm in Florida. I don't get back into town until 10 ish. I am pissed. Yeah. It's going to be a corporate event. I was going to go drink for free, for free, do the whole thing. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? It is what it is. When we don't have to work but anymore and we hey, are golf- free, we can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The alcohol doesn't kill me by that point. I'm in. When we um, get more of the taxi squad faithful, we will be shooting everything from the waste management open because that's the place to be, young man. Oh, yeah, give us give us 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. Have, and not, tell your I'm goddamn friends, please. I love you. You know it. Tell your siblings, tell your friends, subscribe on Facts. all platforms. Just a little sprinkle in there if you're this far into the facts. Now, Vince, there's uh, some speculation going on right now in cranes, which is quite yeah. the business rag, especially in the city of Chicago. Yeah. Um Crane Chicago, if you don't know, is a great journal journalistic prowess of business. Yeah. And it is based out of the city of Chicago. There was an article recently based out of Cranes talking about the Chicago Bears owning land yep. in the city of Arlington Heights. They tore down the Arlington racetrack in order to build a multi-billion dollar advanced state-of-the-art stadium in order to house the bears with entertainment districts parking tailgate hotels maybe casinos hotels casinos the whole shot a train that literally flows in and out of your front doorstep well if i told you there was a world where the bears were like "Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck all that would you believe me I would because I saw this story, but if I didn't, I would oh also believe you because they stall, motherfucker. They stall. So with all that being said, now it is being discussed that regardless of them purchasing this land, which they spent a fucking ransom for, 
they are going to choose to build in the city of Chicago. Crane said, do not be surprised if a decision is made sooner rather than later. And they are going to take property off of the lakefront near McCormick Place in a, a housing situation or a portion of McCormick Place is no longer being used to build a state-of-the-art dome facility. They would essentially tear down Soldier Field since it's lost its landmark status many moons ago after they built a fucking spaceship on top of it. Yep. And then turn it into athletic parks, so on and so forth, since it is, in fact, owned by the Park District of Chicago. I'm just like, what the fuck right now? Personally, just do something. Please. I'm cool. I just make the stadium bigger. I'm cool with Arlington Heights. I'm also cool with it staying in the city because it's a Chicago team playing in Chicago. That's fine with me. Just don't stick with fucking Soldier Field. What are we doing? It's the smallest one in the entire NFL. It's obscene. Is it the best place to have a stadium? No. Can they improve the infrastructure to make it a better place to have a stadium? Yes. Can they also add businesses to the area? They would tear it down. What, tear down Soldier Field? Yeah. Good. Good. Do that. Well, I'm just saying that's the plan. You know, I I just have a very difficult time understanding why you spent all this money on the land. Bargaining. And tore down a wonderful property that held Breeders' Cups. And oh, I agree. The whole shot that it had, and I understand that I feel like the state of Illinois wants to get rid of horse gambling entirely for some odd reason. Don't understand. Over the past 20 years, they got rid of all of them, basically. They still got off-track betting, and they still have Hawthorne. So You can OTB it. You got Hawthorne. I get it. They want Rivers came in, and I understand that you know Churchill Downs is a part of the buyers group for Arlington Heights. So yep. I, I don't fully get why you wouldn't utilize that land still. I guess there's a lot of issues going on with the taxes that are being evaluated for the property considering that's why they're not building there and that's the thing they were talking about going to naperville too it's like this could very well be a bargaining chip if they own the land and then leave it open that looks like a big shit stain if you're the city of arlington heights you are truly idiotic if you just don't go do what you want we'll forgive whatever tax burden you have because the money Right. You will receive. And you know what it is? It's these fucking local, just diplomatic idiots that somehow become in a position of power and either they're right. former businessmen are retired or whatever it is. And it's just like they're in some position of power and they're like the fucking Karens of the HOA board. Right. They have some resemblance of power on a local level. And they're like, well, we don't want that in our town. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, you. chances are you'd have to rebuild 53. Chances are you'd have to widen Route 14. But the cost of what you're losing is so right? great. What's I'm saying? Like, if, if, you, if you look, if they do nothing with the, the property and they just have that and it's just a demolished field and just shit everywhere just leave it there now Arlington Heights is just a big field full of shit or just a completely leveled out field 
That's what you get instead at this point because it's already gone. So like, what is the? What are you gonna? So what, what they what they there? were doing it's was three hundred and fifteen acres. It's a right. monster. What they were doing was oh, they already began tearing everything down. Let's hit them with a insane tax hike, and then the bears are like fuck off. So then they were like going to Naperville. They were talking about going to Naperville. They were talking about staying in Chicago. Really, whatever is the most cost benefit to them, they're going to build there, which is why I still think they're probably going to build in Arlington Heights because eventually they're going to be like, oh, we are literally about to lose them, which is why these things come out. Like, I I do think they're probably still going to build in Arlington Heights, but if they don't, stay in the city. Stay in the city and do it and make an actual good stadium out of it. I love that. Do it. There's no reason to have two stadiums. Tear down Soldier Field. Make a better stadium. Whatever you do, just figure out what the fuck you're doing because they need a new stadium. We have, like, the third biggest fan base in the NFL and the smallest fucking stadium. Also, MetLife is tiny, too. I learned that the other day. Like, it's the two two of the biggest markets in the NFL are super small. Like, what's the point of doing that? It's all the bureaucrats and yeah. diplomats and Fuck off. This is sports, team. baby. It's supposed to be fun. Jesus. Well, somebody needs to pay off an alderman somewhere, and I don't know if there's an alderman in uh, Arlington Heights, but somebody needs some money under the table because it's, it's not windy enough money. anymore, man. It's not windy enough out here. That's what I'm saying. Money talks, baby. Greasy baby. Now, yeah, if you want to talk about money, you want to talk about shaving your fotch. Yeah. Cost of doing business week after week month after month then you would be quite bear-like if you decided not to uh shave your face <sighs> this part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at henson shaving if you guys have been listening to the show for a while you already know that we swear by henson shaving we've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there the Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing? If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. Super Bowl 58? 58? Is that this year? 
Uh, yeah, Super Bowl 58 is here. Dude, it's Super Bowl weekend. It's a great weekend. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, Super Bowl 58, we're really jacked. It's going to be the uh, Chiefs and the fucking 49ers. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> We've been paying attention all year. We don't know who's in the Super Bowl. Those are the teams. A couple uh, a couple things before we get real into this Super Bowl Yeah, let's talk. talk about the Pro Bowl games. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl games. The Pro Bowl games. Mike, did you catch any of the Pro Bowl games? Yeah, I was really hungover on that Sunday, and I just decided to sit on my couch with a blankie. There's something about – can I just talk about this for like two seconds? There's something mm-hmm. about being hungover on your couch with a blanket. And I don't – like there's no real way to put it into words. Yeah. But it's nice. But it's not like a, you know? it's not like a good feeling because you're hungover. No, because you're hungover, your heartbeat is like in your lower back for some reason, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Right. But you have a blankie on, and that's nice. And you got pillows, and then you got the TV, and then you're hydrating. Do you think it's because it makes you feel like a tiny little baby boy? You know, as my friend Tony would say, you know Mike's hungover when he has a blankie on. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) That's That's the level... That's the level your friendship comes to if you know someone that well. Yep. He's like, you know, you know, he's hungover if there's a blankie on. He's just a cu- cute guy trying his best a, to figure it out. Just, just, <laughs> just a cuter with a fucking blankie, you know. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Flag football. You watch that one? I tried, man. I just, I think it's the lamest shit ever. Yeah. Just play softball at this point. Just play. You know what they should do. They should all get fucking blasted off of their choice of whatever it is. So call Tequila, it alcohol, whiskey, smoke some whatever weed. your whatever your thing is, or maybe both. Maybe, maybe ayahuasca you get an advantage. I'm not saying go that crazy, but maybe you <laughs> get an Rogers advantage there? if you're that. Fu- he would totally do it. Um, Vaccines maybe, if Kelsey was there. <laughs> psyop. Psyop. Can we talk about how many news outlets said Taylor Swift is not a psyop in the past two weeks? Yeah, it's because everybody's been saying she's a psyop. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know if she is or isn't, but Taylor Swift, that's that's for later on. Pro Bowl game. Can we talk? Okay, Squirrel. (laughs) Okay. Since we're on music, all of a sudden, can we talk Uh about Dua Lipa at the Grammys? Oh, amazing. (laughs) Okay. This is actually a good point. Yeah. You and I included. Mm -hmm. What is it about Dua Lipa that gets all of those Midwestern normal white boys all sorts of freaked out? Like, I saw her at Lollapalooza. I was like, oh, my God. And I was with my buddy, Maj. We were both like, oh, my God. And he was like, I'm married, but I'm in love. Dude, yeah. Something about her. It's not like she's like. She's a very unique look, obviously, but it's not like she's like the the best thing since sliced bread. If you were to look at no. it from a from an objective no. point of view, but no. for some reason, 
Everybody's just in love with her. And I, myself included, every time I see a picture of her, I'm like, I would just marry her immediately. Yeah. And, and everybody was, I know feels was, the same way. There was no thought process of pulling out. Zero. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, that's essentially what I'm yes. like. At, it's in. If it's for in, it's some in, reason, it's everybody. And I don't know what it is. And I agree with everybody as well. But Dua Lipa yeah. has some sort of spell going on. And I'm not looking to get taken out of that spell anytime. Have you ever so. heard her, like, say words? Yes, I saw her live. I've also watched her. She did, what was it, Answer British the Internet accent, or something like that? But she's not necessarily British. She's Albanian, I think. Ugh, fuck. Yeah. Just, All about Dua Lipa. Just whatever. Just, yeah. Just, um, Pro Bowl sure. games. All right. So yeah, they, that's great. They did multiple days. They, I will Numerous say the things, days, great days. God. I will, I will say, I. so if you go to the NFL YouTube, you can watch all the individual competitions. So that's what I did. I watched all the YouTube videos, which I think made it a little more feasible than having to watch commercials and shit because I didn't want to do that at all. I watched yeah. all of them together in order. I was just chilling. I was like, I'm just going to watch all of these. Some things I like, some things I didn't. QB skills competition is here. QB skills competition, I like a lot. I love that because it shows you didn't. Okay, why didn't you like that? Because Dan Orlovsky is like acing fucking full-blown NFL players, and that bothers me. <laughs> okay, but like, I mean, maybe he's, the thing is, is it's not like NFL I, I feel skill. Like, I feel like I'm a very dumbed-down version of Sebastian Maniscalco right now. Dan Orlovsky threw the football better than Jalen Hurts. I'm upset. Like that, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> there you go. Okay, but I mean, it's an accuracy well, thing. And Dan Orlovsky, he ran out of the back of the end zone. I mean, <laughs> hey, so did Gardner Minshew, and he was also on that. So you know, two's yeah. company. Um, they. I liked it personally. It was a, it's an accuracy challenge, and the thing is, is that I think this is more geared towards kids. Obviously, this isn't did being I just sold. Like, did I just bring out the Chicago and the boy immediately, right there? A little bit. It's an accuracy challenge. <laughs> a little bit. And, uh, it's, an ac- it's an accuracy it's challenge. Bro. <laughs> You can't take Chicago out of the boy, even if I'm in it's a different an place. Accuracy challenge. All right. And, uh, hey, you want to know? You no, want to know where Maniscalco's from? Maniscalco's from Arlington Heights, the new home. Yeah, I know. We're um, close enough. Don't worry about it. Continue. Um. So that was fun. I like the skills competition personally. Uh, a couple other ones. They did the thing with the linemen and the DNs where they rip all the weights off and then pull it across. Yeah. That's just yeah. man shit. I love yeah. the man shit. Good that things. shit rocked. Um, they did golf, whatever. I, NFL players during their career, most of them can't golf. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Tug of war, whatever. It's all right. Um, best catch, stupid. Best catch, they did videos this year where it was like, take a video of what you could do. David Njoku didn't even catch the ball. He didn't even qualify. He was the other guy doing it. That was garbage. Uh, who did it for the NFC side? I forgot. No, Puka Nakua. He was on a wakeboard. That was kind of fun. What a, whatever. what a, what a, can we just talk about the kind individual that is Puka Nakua? Yeah. 
He's the man. He is such a kind young man. Like, he seems like if you saw him on the street, he would just be like, God bless you. Have a wonderful yeah. day. Like, he's the type of guy I just want to be like, hey, man, how are you? He's like, oh, man, I'm great. I'm just grateful for my opportunity. Is he Hawaiian? He's some sort of. Samoan. Pan. Island type deal. Pan Island guy. Um, he's a Pana. He's a Pomeranian of some sort. He's a dog. He's a Pomeranian. The flag football is interesting because this will be implemented into the Olympics. I don't know if you knew this. We're gonna fuck shit up in the Olympics. They're putting flag football. That's what I'm saying, and it actually takes a different level of skill because you're obviously not running guys over. So, dudes like Tyreek Hill, quick twitch, you know, can run around and not get caught. That's your atypical flag football player. More than anything. It's going to be a bunch of high school kids. I mean, let's That's face what it. I mean, it's probably going to be like Olympics baseball where, you know, season's going on. So they just throw a bunch of, yeah. you know, yeah. prospects up there. Uh, I didn't care for the flag football. Whatever. You know, it's take so it or leave dumb. It, it's just like, like I said, they should get fucked up and play a softball game like yeah. most adult Americans do on their free time. True. One Who thing I will say. Baseball. And then there's always like two or three guys who played baseball. Yeah. And then they take it way yeah. too seriously. You throw AJ Brown up there and he's just hitting dongers. Hey, Jinx. Jameis Winston, get him in the Pro Bowl. Have him go play go play softball. Have Jameis Winston out there eating W's. I love Jameis Winston. Um, one thing I will say that I didn't expect to like, and I did a lot, is they did a dodgeball tournament. And something about NFL players playing dodgeball is hilarious because it was like it was like both sides offense versus or defense versus defense offense versus offense whatever. Um, that I I don't know why, but I was just like, you could see some guys that have hammers like hammers, excuse me, uh, good arms, good arms, not just huge penises. Good well, arms. Say, is this Drake hammers or like? Good arms. No, okay. no. Back to the point. No, no. Terrible point. C.D. Lamb is a monster at dodgeball. Who would have thought? Dude, C.D. Lamb's just an epic athlete. So it's fun to watch that. It's not. I prefer it this way because they're not pseudo acting like it's a real football game. Yeah. Because that's what it was. So this is probably better. Is it pointless? Yes. Do Pro Bowls matter? Not oh. at all. Literally zero yeah. percent. It shouldn't matter for going into the Hall of Fame, and it already doesn't. Pro Bowls are stupid, but this is at least kind of fun. It's not for you. Let's talk it's about not the Super Bowl. To you. Let's it's talk about marketed. the Super Bowl. No, we got a couple more things. Jesse oh, Minter. Yeah, that's right. Jesse Minter, DC at the Chargers. Oh, we totally knew that was going to happen. Harbaugh pulls he his man from take, Michigan. He was going to take a majority of his staff. Yep. And yeah, no, a thousand. Greg Roman is is his guy. Yeah, Greg Roman was with him in San Francisco. Jim has his thought process. Chances are he'll be calling the offense. Jesse Minter was his guy at Michigan, so they're gonna run a similar scheme. Jim is all bricked up over Derwin James and over Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, he's jacked about Herbert too. Mm-hmm. Bless you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, now we're getting close to the Super Bowl stuff here. Eric Bieniemy 
made a visit to the Chiefs after being let go yeah. by the Washington back. Commanders. He's going back. Paid a visit to the Chiefs before AFC Championship game against the Ravens. Sat in mm -hmm. on meetings, talked with various players, including Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes saying, love seeing EB in the locker room. Love seeing him in the facility. How does he go back? Where does he Where does he coach? Well, I feel like um, he who should not be named Nags. is going to uh, go get a different job. Hear me out. Okay. Prove that he can win somewhere else with someone else. Okay. A head and coaching then... job? No, no, no. You know, here's my my one thing. Matt Nagy would be a tremendous college football coach. I think he would too. He would kill at the college yeah. level. Yeah. And if if Matt Nagy decided, you know what, fuck the pro game, I'll go. I'll go coach at Kentucky. I'll go coach at Louisville. I'll go yeah. somewhere where he can get his legs. Dude, that guy would be a recruiting dream. Yeah. He says if everything. He, had a pocket book, he would be awesome at that level. Yeah. So maybe he jumps to college. I don't know. But the enemy, you know, I just think it might just be him going to check in on his guys. I, I, I just think that might be it. I think so, too. He did, it's... he did not get one interview with a major team. Or it's major weird. Franchise. I don't understand. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And it does after that that year with Washington because it was a, abysmal. But like, I also think that Washington was a fucking brutal place to be this year. He made Sam Howell look good for the first half of the year, but then the team got sold, and like everything's in in a shitstorm in Washington right now. Well, like you can't expect him to coach well. To your point, I feel as if that. The enemy is a really good coach, but he's old school. Yeah. And but that doesn't see. necessarily translate with the NFL today. So if you're old school, if you're there, if you're that guy. I mean, he's 54. Get, he shouldn't be old school right now. You could, you, could, you could get blacklisted. And I think he's blacklisted. And I think he just wanted to go see his guys. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, he's going he's gonna to land somewhere. And I think I honestly do think that he's going to be – a useful piece of a team, but you know, what is they going to, is he going to be the quarterback's coach and Matt Nagy's going to be the OC and they're just going to keep swapping back and forth. Maybe get paid live in a town. You're familiar in. I mean, it's just, and I, I wouldn't blame him. I take that job in a heartbeat. Obviously it's just, I, it's weird. The whole thing is very weird to me. I just want to see him get an opportunity so he can fail or he can succeed or whatever he's going to do. Just so I know what the hell's going on. Cause I feel like he's still a good coach. But also, Andy Reid is the brain trust of that whole offense. So, oh yeah, what's going oh, yeah. on? I mean, Matt Nagy well, is, is in the Super Bowl right now, so fuck that. All right, did you watch any of the opening week first day things for the Super Bowl? Um, a lot of talk about Caleb Williams, surprisingly, at a Super Bowl press conference. Yeah. Well, you know, you start getting the draft and you start getting... They they asked Patrick Mahomes about Caleb, about yep. Justin Fields. Like, Chicago media is there and they're just like, so you think yeah. uh, Caleb is everything he's made out to be? And Patrick's just like, well, I don't know. Let so, me tell you something uh, about <laughs> Caleb <know>. Williams. <laughs> so, the Kingsbury's a great coach, and then, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm just thankful you didn't ask me about Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, um, Vince's impression may be better than mine. That's awesome. He's got to talk like this the whole time. <laughs> um, okay. So for people that don't know, basically every NFL team sends reporters, people to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll interview people about specific pieces about their team or the teams in the Super Bowl, whatever. Matt Nagy also talked about Justin Fields. And hearing him talk was very about the Bears was very weird. Like I feel like I was back into like some weird dream that I don't remember. I don't want to be in that dream. Yeah, but either way, he says he thinks Justin Fields is pretty good, but also you know the opportunity is there to get somebody else, which is essentially what Matt Nagy always says: fucking nothing at all, just zero. Didn't tell us shit, nothing to it at all, just zero percent anything. So that's Matt Nagy, baby. Nagy Nagy's gonna get an opportunity next year if he duplicates his success year over year to get another job. He could. Oh, he totally could. There's guys who just skip the whole college game and just stay in the NFL forever. Yeah. I He'll think get you're an right though. Well, else. here's the argument, and I think this is what most people are making arguments about now, too, is that the college game has changed a bit, obviously with NIL. It's a three six five job. Like, if you're not coaching, you're scouting, or you're going out and actually recruiting people to come to the school. A lot of NFL coaches talk about that as a major disadvantage to go into college, and a lot of them avoid that because they're like, I just want to coach. Nagy is a lip service king. He would probably be good there, but I think that could be the differentiating factor making him go there versus staying in the NFL. I wouldn't want to be a college football coach, if I'm being honest. Not in today's world. I think it's yeah. a lot more. I mean, you look at like Harbaugh leaving, and a lot Seven of guys going retiring. <laughs> I mean, he just bowed out graceful, won his national yeah. championship, decided yep. he's like, I'm in, I'm out. No. Yeah, um, I wouldn't blame him. You know, with all that being said, though, I do believe that Nagy will get a job somewhere in the next yeah. two years. There's no doubt about it. The enemy. I think he's blacklisted. Somebody's got some dirt on him somewhere about fucking a midget or something. I don't know. You know. Hey, man, love is love, brother. It is what it is. But somebody's (laughs) got dirt on him somewhere where he can't get a job. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and it seems like it's a little unfair. You thought that Washington was just going to be like, all right, here's the keys to the car. Right. But they they gave it to fucking Dan Quinn. I like Dan Quinn. Yeah, but, like, uh, I mean, I guess he took a team to the Super Bowl. The Dan worst Quinn. loss in the Super Bowl, maybe ever, but like. <laughs> Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury, you got a really good offensive mind. Drake May, I think, is going to be good at the next level. It just depends on who you get to coach. Do you want to know who's better than Dan Quinn, Cliff Kingsbury, and Drake May? Who? Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan, and Matt Ryan. <laughs> and that didn't get him over the hedge. It's like, this is a. I don't know, man. I like Dan Quinn. He's a good DC, Listen, but I don't in know. NFL, in the NFL, if you get to the dance, yeah. you'll stay. You'll stick around for a while. I know. It was just the fact so. that that was the case, and I think it's obviously Ben Johnson was the deciphering factor there. That ended up happening. I don't know if that's the best hire for them, but again, new ownership, seasoned coach, been there before. Maybe that's a match made in heaven. All right, we have the Super Bowl to talk about. Do you want to hop in there? So... First off, the most important storyline of the Super Bowl, everybody's talking about it. 
Taylor Swift is going to fly from Tokyo to Las Vegas and arrive there at noon to go watch the game. Are you jacked for that, Mike? If I never see her face near a football stadium ever, <laughs> I'll be the happiest human that ever lived. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I wanted yeah, no, Lamar I and Co. to win this fucking game so bad. Yep. So I want that one so bad. So bad. <laughs> I'll eat her whole fucking head. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, dude, I am um not happy. I'm I, reaching I mean, because the game no. Here's okay, let me just I'm gonna go on a tangent. Okay. Tony Romo and Jim Nance are announcing the game. It's on CBS. It's not like you get fucking Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, which yeah. is a far better cry than these two assholes. Hell so yeah. Like Joe Jim. Buck fan. Let's yeah. go. Here, here we go, go Jim. Really not, Let me but tell it's you, better Jim. than Tony Romo. I know. I'm so kidding. Tony Romo now defers to AJ Feely on onside kick talk, which is fucking ridiculous. And then <laughs> with all that, okay, we're going to have Taylor Swift and Jim Nance is like half the game. And just be like, oh, there's Taylor Swift. Half the game, my ass. He's not going to do that half the game. And I know there's a lot of records out there. So she's only on the screen for 25 seconds. Listen, I know Jack Antonoff produces her very, very well, as he produces oh, yeah. many other artists. He's a boss. Well. Yeah. He's great. He wins Grammys. It's awesome. Yep. So I don't think we could get. She's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. She knows. Want to who else wins Grammys? Who? Taylor Swift. Taylor Let's go. I'm just kidding. I'm not a Taylor, Taylor Swift fan. Killer Mike. Yeah. Can we talk about the conspiratory uh, allegations on Killer Mike Arrest? winning the entire hip hop genre of Grammys? Yeah. Right. What Let him know, it? Mike. It's good. Did you listen to that album? Killer Mike is fucking amazing. That album, Anyways, I mean, Run Run the Jewels yeah. is the shit. I love Run the Jewels. It's Run the Jewels, but this is, I mean, this right. is. Right, but this Killer, is Killer, Mike. Killer Mike's album, his last album that he won all this shit on, was a masterpiece. Yes, it was. I mean. So good. Killer Mike has been producing acts like Outkast, Pusha T. Yeah. Many yes. great hip-hop yeah. artists for a long time. Killer yeah. Mike is behind a lot of the production. I mean, if you can get Zach De La Roche on a rap track in the yeah. modern age of hip hop, then you're doing something right. But he got I digress. he got arrested though, and I would like to say it was he got for arrested battery. over it was for battery. I guess he like pushed somebody or some shit, and then he got arrested for that. That was what the story is right now. He won three grand, uh, yeah, but right. there's no video that's some garbage ass media play that someone's trying. They to just wanted him out because he just like outed half the industry. Absolutely. Well, why didn't Jay Z get fucking arrested then? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's your boy Jay Z. <laughs> it's, it's your boy. Uh, anyways, but yeah, no, I I know she wins Grammys, and yeah. I know she's attractive in some. And the NFL some. makes money because she's there. Well, the NFL is, is the happiest. They're they're like. Yeah. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They're like that meme from the boys. <laughs> All right. And they know for a goddamn fact, like, again, like, I'm kind of over it now. It's like, whatever to show her, I'll just, like, move along. They know for a goddamn fact that your ass, anybody else's ass that's like, Taylor Swift's pushing me off. She's ruining football. Is going to sit your candy ass down on that couch and watch the goddamn game anyway. So it doesn't matter to them. They know that. You're going to boycott the Super Bowl? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really in this Super Bowl for much else than 
Usher at halftime. Usher! And that's what I wanted to talk about next. How excited are you for Usher, dude? Just, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. Call Every you time back. I was in that lake. Every time I was in that lake, I was with my ex Every time you called, I told you, baby, I'm Don't working. Oh! No. And he's all, you mean my no? Oh, he's trying to me my no. Hand in hand in the Beverly Center, like, damn, not giving a damn. Who sees me? What a so damn, gone. dude. So this, this might be my most excited halftime show in years. Truly years. Dude, if he comes out to Let It Burn. You know, it's hard for me to what, say okay. this. What, what are we <laughs> betting? What are we betting on that he comes so out? So that's what I'm going for right now. Does he come out to Gotta Let It Burn? I don't think he to... comes out to Yeah. I think he leaves on Yeah. Leaves Because uh... that's like really like the biggest. Shall you got doubts? Come get me. Do they do does FanDuel and no no sponsors here, but does FanDuel do halftime props? I don't think they do. Why would they not do that? Because it's two thousand and twenty four. But a lot of people do. How long is it gonna be? I'm a slow rider right now. I can't get that type of material on my hands because it's not legal in the state. Oh. Oh, I forgot that was ever that was a thing at all. Yeah, no, Flow Rider is not legal. That is so funny. If I was well, in the I'm PHX, sure. I could tell you, Cozzy. Well, I'm not sure because I can't find it on here because for some reason they. Well, don't it doesn't it. matter. Just we don't need to know the odds. I'm just. I saying, think like, the what? first song he comes out in could be a few. I don't know if it's gonna be like. See, love in this club is Ooh, too slow to start. Here's, here's a better speculation. Maybe tonight, DJ's gonna. Might be it. Okay, very, very, very well possible. So dance, dance like it's the last, last night of your life. But yep. do we have a potential speculation that Taylor Swift makes a guest appearance in the no. halftime show? No. What if she covers an Usher song? Just one, and they do a nope. duet. Usher respects himself too much. No shot. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift singing R&B music is my fucking nightmare. <laughs> if that were to happen, I'm literally not watching the rest of the Super Bowl. If she comes yeah. out and she's like, if she does Alicia Keys part on my boo, I will fucking jump off the house that I'm in. Oh, what a song. Yeah. What a song. She's like, you will always be my boo. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Taylor. Fuck you. <laughs> Come home. Just losing your mind in the corner. God, that would uh, piss no, me off. No, I get it. I really I hope get it. not. I I'm really with it. No, I... I, I completely I just saying speculation. It's not but, it's not her night either. She knows it's Travis's night, dude. She knows it is his. Yeah, and they love each other a lot. And they do. Supposedly, allegedly, they're gonna get married and no. have kids, no, and he's gonna be an all. action star. That's all he says she says. Whatever. Good, great, <laughs> awesome. All right, let's talk about this game. So yeah, right now, we? if we're looking at it, the over under. Yep. Okay. Is two and a half. Right. The spread is two and a half. Spread, yeah. Um, spread is. Yeah, if we're looking at this and then the over under on this entire game. Hold on, let's look at that. 47 and cool. a half, young man. 47, 47 and, a and a half. So yeah. with that being said, Vince. Do both I... teams score three touchdowns? This is the real question. 
a lot of these odds. Three plus touchdowns. The majority that's of a, Vegas, that's a, that's the majority of heavy... Vegas money is on Kansas City money line. I, I mean, they're gonna get the spread either way. So if you're whatever you're betting money line, take the spread too. <laughs> like two and a half mm-hmm. is such a nominal amount in this game. Like, what's it gonna be? I don't think, ugh, dude. I don't know. Like, so it's, it's basically. Ten to one odds, not ten to one odds. It's uh, one in one odds that you know the Kansas City. You you okay? So if basically on the money line right now, you know if you bet ten dollars, you'll win ten dollars. If you bet Kansas City, on the flip side of that, if you bet San Francisco, you'll win five. Bet ten. So yeah. Um, With all that being said, I I really do believe the props is where this game is at. It's the Super Bowl. I would look at George Kittle to score a touchdown this game. Yep. Uh, in particular, the uh, the KC Chiefs don't really defend well against the tight ends. Um, and then not only that, I do feel as if you might see, you just might see a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, maybe. I'm Honestly, dude, my first bet would be Kelsey first touchdown. Obviously, Why? you're not putting a million dollars in the AFC in Championship game? Yes, and also... My friend, I don't think they're going to come out gunning right away. And I think a lot of them is going to be run and chug, run and chug, run and chug, because we know that works against 49ers. We know that Andy Reid likes to air it out, but you're going to air it out later in the game. That's how I feel. I think Travis Kelsey's the immediate move on that. Personally. Well, is then Isaiah Pacheco the play? Maybe. I mean, I wonder what his over under is for yards, because that, that might be. And I feel like a lot of people are thinking this, too. This is the issue with betting on the Super Bowl. And this is how it mm-hmm. always goes, is that it goes up, down, up, down, over and out the whole goddamn time. And this Super Bowl, I feel, at least the spread and the money, you're not making that much off of any of these bets. There's such a nominal amount either way where, again, two and a half, you're talking a field goal here, essentially, back and forth. 47 and a half is probably accurate because both defenses are better than the offenses. Maybe not San Francisco, but definitely Kansas City's defense is the one that's kind of been taking them all the way to the championship outside of Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, I dude, all I the biggest thing that I would put down, I think Kelsey's going to score a touchdown. I think Kittle's probably going to score a touchdown, and I think we can bet on two rushing touchdowns from both ends. That would be my move. Outside of that, I'm afraid to bet on any quarterback props. I'm afraid of betting on any of these money line spread or over under. I, dude, I don't know. I feel so unprepared right now because well, I don't. So look know. at this injury report, um, and this is today. So this is going to be Wednesday evening, Thursday morning when you hear this. Yeah, McCaffrey so, and Devo are not playing. Just kidding. No, no. <laughs> We have George Kittle limited participation in practice with Turk Stupid. Hill, Stupid. Oren Burke's shoulder, Avery Thomas ankle, Eric Armstead knee. Something to pay attention to on the defensive front. Sure. And then Trent Armstead Williams is, the only is scary a part. active True. DNR, so did not participate. If we look at the KC side of the ball, we have Jarek McKinnon limited Play. participation with a groin injury. Isaiah Pacheco is a full participation with a toe. Sky Moore, knee. Everybody thought he was going to have so much bigger of a year. Yeah. And then Rasheed Rice with That's his ankle. That's why he didn't have a big – all of those guys are playing. The thing is, is like 
there's no like they're gonna play 100 percent no matter what going into this like well you know coat. something is a prop bet if i'm a better if we're talking bets right now clyde edwards hilaire for a touchdown in this game might be a play i mean the value on that is insane you throw a five it's gotta be it's like gotta plus be 700 yeah it's got to be maybe, seven to one odds. Either. Maybe not mm-hmm. likely, but maybe out of the backfield on a nice little dump pass, especially yeah. if he's injured. Like maybe they'll utilize him. Just well, look at look at Jameer Gibbs and what he did to the 49ers defense as a starting running back. Though I feel like that's Pacheco all day. That's what I'm saying. They're going to run the ball. The Chiefs are going to run the it's fuck a, out of the ball. It's a, I'm saying it's a balance. They want to dominate the line of scrimmage. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. But with all of that being said, okay. I mean, is it going to be a pass-heavy game? I think defense is no. going to ring on because I think both teams play wonderful defense. Right. And, you know, both teams have good I, games. It just, it's going to be interesting to see what team gets the call for the refing. Um, Joey Bosa came out, and when they asked about the KC offensive line, which I love this kid, yeah, he's just like, you know, what do you notice about them? He said, they hold a lot. Everyone does, though. But they hold more than most. They do. I mean, they hold a lot. And, like, obviously this is – Does Mike have to go back? Does Mike have to go back on his rant about the AFC Championship game in 2022? Oh, on that one one example that you have? That's very crazy. (laughs) It's a blatant example. I know. I'm just saying you can't die on this hill every single time they play a game. It's not going to happen every time. I can die on the hill, Vince. All right. I just – I don't know if I agree with you. Because I saw it live watching the game, and then I saw yeah. it again in double HD with the fucking QB document. Okay. Yep. And shit happens. I, dude, I don't know. I can see it going either way. I think my biggest thing about all of this is I would feel a lot more comfortable betting on the Kansas City Chiefs because if I bet on Patrick Mahomes and he loses, that's fine. If I don't bet on Patrick Mahomes and he wins again, then I'm a fucking idiot. That's how I feel about it. Like, bet on the better quarterback at the end of the day because it's it's Patrick well, Mahomes, man. I I have a feeling. So let's get into it if we're going to talk about it. So we went over the spread, two and a half. Yeah. Money right now is definitely on San Francisco. It could definitely change between now and then. It's about the most money. Odds. The most money's on Kansas City actually right now, but San Francisco still. Well, favored. but if we're looking at the line over, yeah. overall, what the sports betting websites say, right? Technically, eighty-one percent on Kansas City right now. Eighty-one percent on Kansas. So City right the now. line could definitely change. Change, and I know a lot of people are thinking this is a team of destiny, but do we have any idea how hard it is to win two in a row? That's amazing that you said that because the last team to go to four Super Bowls in five years is the Buffalo Bills. The last team to repeat a Super Bowl hasn't been in this century, unless I'm mistaken. Did the Patriots win two in a row in 04 and 05? It's where to got the Pats won two in a row. They might have won that. Besides that, we haven't seen it. Well, Vince, I mean, it happened. 04 and 05? Let's see. 03 and 04? Patriots. They got 2001, and then 2002 was the Tampa Bay Bucks. 2003 was the Patriots. 2004 was the Patriots. So we're talking 20 years at the least. Yeah. I mean, to me. That's 20 years, Mike. I think it's. 
I think it's not near odds to win back to back. It's so difficult to win one, yet alone back to back. Yeah, but so, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy's a quarterback. Yeah. And okay. And Don't hit on Brock too. Purdy. Brock Purdy is a God fearing, good looking kid. Looks like the reincarnation of John Harbaugh. Looks like a yeah. young John Harbaugh. Or like that random high schooler that keeps going viral on Instagram. I don't know. Have you seen that? There's, oh, the girl that looks yeah, exactly this random like girl that's just like yeah, and, and she looks just like Brock Purdy, and then all of the edits are just like, "Who are you?" It's like I'm blah blah blah, and then it's just like, "What does a goat sound like?" And then it's just Brock Purdy coming out of the tunnel, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, Brock." That te- that team is really behind him. We could also talk about the fact that Kyle Shanahan at his press day was drunk. Was he? he was fucked up. Yeah. Go. Oh. I encourage everyone. That could have been a strange and unusual. I encourage everyone to go look at Kyle Shanahan intoxicated during his pro day, or not pro day, but press day for this. I thought he was just a guy that speaks slowly. That was honestly where I landed on it. He was fucked up. Really? Sorry for the camera adjustment, but truly, yeah. that guy was fucked up. Um, I look at it like one of these situations where. Let's get into it. Okay. So Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And we have the 49ers. So 49ers are the home team. Everyone seemingly healthy. Yep. So and okay. So and I wanted to say this when we brought it up initially. Opening night, they did interviews with all the stars of the teams. They had Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones on one side. They had Kittle. They had Purdy on the other side. Every time the Chiefs talked, it was enormous booze. It was more booze than cheers for the 49ers than the Chiefs are going to be going into a hostile environment. For sure. There's no doubt about that. Is that good or bad? I don't know. But Well, this I, I feel like this game is so over overhyped. Um what, the Super the Bowl? Cheapest, <laughs> cheapest, no, the cheapest ticket to this game is twelve thousand dollars. It's in Vegas. That's why. I get it, but yeah. this game isn't about Chad Ochocinco had on the podcast with Shannon Sharp. Yep. This game is not for the average working American to go to Mm-mm. attend. This is for no. the rich to attend. Yep. I'm sorry, Vince. If I looked at you today and said, hey, you want to go to the Super Bowl? Mm-mm. Can't afford it. I couldn't afford it either. Yeah. I like to say we do pretty well for ourselves. I'm just saying. But, I mean, Christian McCaffrey couldn't get his family a luxury yeah. box because it was too expensive. The going rate for a luxury box at this game was 2.5 mil. Yeah. I mean, Super Bowl's obscene, man. More, Most people go to the Super Bowl, especially media, go to the Super Bowl for everything before the Super Bowl, and then they leave before the goddamn game starts. <laughs> That's how insane it is. Like, you have massive shows that are like, I'm not going to the game. That's so expensive. It's stupid. I'm just going to go before. I'm going to get all of that, and then I'm going to go home and sit on a fucking comfy couch and watch this shit <laughs> instead of sitting yeah, there. Like, I don't, like, professional football live is a great time, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's not like it's baseball. No, baseball is the best sport to probably yeah. watch live ever. Next Basketball's to like fun as shit too. Yeah, but truly, it's it's very difficult to justify. To your point, I could watch it on my couch, see the whole game better than yeah. most. So, right. with all that being said, she's 49ers. This is yep. a game that we've been waiting for. And it's basically, a pick 'em. Basically, 
I have my thoughts. Why don't you start the show? I'm taking the Chiefs. Uh, I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes until Patrick Mahomes gives me a reason to bet against him. And the only reason to bet against him this, so far is Tom fucking Brady. And besides that, be, there's no other argument. This will be Kyle Shanahan's third Super Bowl. Yep. He lost in dramatic fashion with the Falcons. As an OC. Lost. I mean, just gave that game away. As an OC. For and then worth. lost in a very close game against the Chiefs. With Garoppolo. He doesn't lose twice. Give me the 49ers. Okay. Give me the 49ers on the under, 47 and a half. I kind of want the 49ers to win, but there's no reason for me to bet against Mahomes until. I feel like everybody thinks it's going to be a high-flying scoring game. I think it's going to be a defensive game. I think these are two very good defenses in the NFL. There's a reason they're in this game, and I think scoring is going to be at a minimum. 21-17. I think the the guy who manages the game. I think the guy who manages the game better than the next wins. Yeah. Are you saying coach or player? Because both, both. Patrick Mahomes is pretty good at managing games. <laughs> so is Brock Purdy. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to compare those hand I'm to telling, hand. Though. What? Okay, if Brock Purdy wins, is he in the conversation for best up? Next up. Next up, best up. Yeah, pick yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. How many quarterbacks right. in the NFL have won a Super Bowl? Not many. I can't think of literally one besides Tom Brady or besides Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Russell Mahomes. Wilson. Russell. Long time ago. No. Long time ago. Tom. Not in there anymore. We're missing one. There's somewhere. Burrow went to one. Burrow went to one. Matt Stafford. Stafford won one. There you go. <laughs> Tom, just Tom was always in the Rogers. Rogers, I mean that was. 12 but that was years a long ago. time ago too. It's like no, there's no quarterbacks in the cool. league that have won one besides like a couple guys. Tom Brady really is crazy. still the ringleader there. Isn't that insane? He's the goat until he's not, man. But if Mahomes wins this, he's on pace. So well, Patrick Mahomes now will be in his third Super Bowl or fourth Super Bowl. Fourth, fourth in five years, just like the Buffalo Before Bills. Before 29. Yep. Or before 30. Before 29. He's 28 right now, man. He's my it's just, age. It's, it's just insane, man. It's crazy. You just got to have huge testicles to get this game. Okay. So, is there a streaker? No. How it's long Vegas, is the Vegas security. Anthem? Vegas security. How long is the national anthem? Who's doing it? Reba? Is it Reba? I don't know. For some reason, that and can we just talk about this? And I know it's the end of the podcast. Toby Keith died. Yeah, he did. That was pretty sad. And uh, the only thing I'll say to that is I should have been a cowboy. That's all I got. R.I.P. to that king. But Reba, I wonder what the over under is. Are we going over under a minute? Under. She's all business, man. She's not right. doing the she's not doing the long held out runs Mariah Carey type shit. Reba McIntyre gets up there and sings the fuck out of a song and then leaves. I think it's under a minute. I I wish I could look at the odds, first, but for some reason FanDuel's not giving it to me. So first half, first half, over under twenty points total. Under. Okay. 
defensive touchdown on either side of the ball. Over under a half. Yes, no. I'm going under. No. All right. Because they don't um, they don't throw interceptions either of them really much. No, they don't. I mean, Brock threw one last week. Yeah, he did. But or the week prior, he did. Comparatively okay. for secondaries. Okay. Well, we okay. Coin toss, heads or tails. Uh, I always go heads because everybody goes tails. <laughs> okay. And I was I right. I, I was right on the Bengals Chiefs here. Gatorade color. This one's so. The thing is, is people are smart now, so it's probably going to be purple. I'm going to go yellow. Okay. Although, to your point, the purple is a semi-color of the game, or maybe it's red. I don't think it's going to be red, though, because red is like easy because it's the team colors. Okay. You know? Who's the MVP? Patrick Mahomes. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. All right. The bet's That's in. That. Bets are in, people. You heard it here first. The Super Bowl Spectacular is coming to a close. Be safe, have fun. Yes. About to say, whatever you choose to do this weekend, please be mindful that this is a police-driven weekend, and you should not drink or drive anywhere you go. It's also a lot of, yeah, death uh, because of drunk driving weekend, too. So just don't Yes, so wherever you're going to go, if you have the option to stay, please do. It's probably best in your... Because we love you. Wow. In your drunken stupor to just stay home. We all agree that this should be a national holiday. I would yep. much rather have this day off than, no offense, MLK Day or any other day, really. Yeah. Uh, I don't need Labor Day. Give me the Super Bowl. Can we yeah. trade? I'm down to work on Labor Day if the day after the Super Bowl is real, no Labor Day. Off. I mean, truly. Like, can we just flip-flop Labor Day or MLK? Like, give me give me any other day. Yep. I'll take a day. I'll flip-flop that holiday that you usually get a Monday off. Um, but whatever you're doing, once again, be safe. Bet wisely. Do not yep. be a stroke. Just yep. take your time. Don't overbet. Enjoy yourselves. Whatever you're drinking, drink responsibly. Whatever you're smoking, take your time. Eat good food. Have a good time with your friends. Enjoy yourselves. One thing we would like to remind you of next week will be a very special episode for this podcast. For it is our first major guest, former professional ball player. We're very excited about it. And subscribe. Let your Do friends it. know about the pod, man. I Do mean, it. we've been doing this now for almost four years. We love you guys. You, we're so appreciative that you give us a platform to do this. I mean, it's two friends just kind of living out our dreams. What we do. So, Shit. Yeah. so hit that bell, subscribe, let it remind you when we post. And as always, please remind your friends. Remind your siblings. They're good people. You know, this is the year of the brother. This is the year of the sister. Year of the sibling. And then as always, we'll see you next week. Home game.